the way it always works in films is that the more fun it is for the audience to watch and the more entertaining it is for the audience to watch the more miserable it is for us actors to go through this whole experience of filming and making the film it was a very torturous experience in many ways because uh, whenever you do a film in the jungle uh, you know already ahead of time what you're going to get into you get into a lot of heat humidity very tough terrain uh, doing uh, strange stunts that uh, going over waterfalls and swimming with your gear on and uh, climbing up trees and and repelling down from helicopters and stuff like that so you really have to prepare yourself physically really well and then uh, also do a lot of the, the work for the acting, the rehearsals and so on so it wasn't an easy shoot and it's very dangerous when you shoot with those explosives that we have in the film and all this action and then uh, being attacked by those weapons that this alien creature has and so, so it was not easy, you're absolutely right If it bleeds, we can kill it Welcome to Speak All Evil, the podcast you were warned about. I'm Trent here with Kevin, Kat, and Dave. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we are coming off the second Speak All Evil Presents film screening event. It was just last night by our time at Bayside Bowl in Portland, Maine, and we screened the movie Creep Show and had a great time. You guys didn't have a great time? It was time. an awesome time. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a softball. It's a... It was Beautiful so- summer night on yeah. Bayside Bull's roof. Yeah. My favorite part was all the people that were up there to enjoy the rooftop bar. And then Creep Show started playing. And they're like, what's this now? Uh-huh. So, but a lot, I think, we, we didn't scare everyone off. A lot of people no. hung out and I, watched. I noticed some, so it was kind of a mix because... The rooftop is just open for everyone or anyone, and we were also doing the screening at the same time. So it was us and our crew and listeners of the show. Thank you very much to everybody who showed up. And then also just random people. Like I was showing the DVD to people in the elevator like, oh, you guys going upstairs? We're showing a movie tonight. And they were looking at it like, oh, okay. They were reporting you to oh. authorities. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, so, I felt yeah. like we were like the Beatles, like Let It Be, where they performed up on the roof for the whole city. Yes. Uh, we were really cranking that through the sound system. There, yeah. there was one couple that, as soon as the movie started, hauled ass out yeah. of there. Like, yeah. super pissed off, like, paid their oh, tab, and were like, peace. They were mad? I don't think they were mad. I think, eh. What if they were probably just happened to be leaving? Would be No. I don't think so. I like my version better. <laughs> you think they were, they were actually leaving because we started the movie? Well, I had walked over to near their table, and I was, like, right under the speaker, and then as soon as, like, the music kicked down, they kind of just, like, looked at each other and were like, boo! Yeah, Maybe. and I was like, "Perfect! I wanted this table, so it was kind of like a well. We, I might have vultured them out of there on accident. Well, we replaced them. We more than replaced yes. them with people for the screening. Perfect. So, Stacy, get out of there! They're showing a movie for the eighties again. <laughs> no, get out! <laughs> Don't do it. Um, well, we have got much more to come in the way of live events. Um, Going to keep you posted, but stuff is in the works. Really looking forward to this Halloween. Woo! This week, Kat has um, put together, I guess, an alien week. Yes. But not with any alien movies. Um, By I... name, not like not the alien oh, franchise. Yes. Well, because, yeah, we had our, I'd, I'd already yeah, picked. Yeah, we talked about Alien. Yeah. And we're going to start with 1987's Predator. Woo! A friend to... The alien movies, you know, they had a, a versus True, yes. situation okay, going right. on. Yeah, so absolutely. That ties in. This movie is about Dutch, a leader of an elite paramilitary rescue team who was hired by the U.S. government to secretly rescue a group of politicians trapped in Guatemala. But when Dutch and his team of badass buff dudes land in Central America, something is gravely wrong. After finding a string of dead bodies, the crew discovers that they are being hunted by a brutal creature with superhuman strength and the ability to disappear into its surroundings. 
I'm sorry. This movie, fuck, it still slaps. I don't know. I assume that everyone in this room agrees with me that this was just a really great time, time-honored film. I, I can only assume. I can't wait to hear about it. We got fucking so many. One, we got our obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger also in the room with us. Um, so glad ple- that he's here. It's a true pleasure having you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got fucking Carl Weathers in the mix, Jesse Ventura. One of my favorite things about this movie is just the Schwarzenegger one-liners. It's like we're watching um, like Batman versus uh, and Robin, like Mr. Freeze, just like quoting everything. So that's oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> just great like oh, so, many, so many puns. <laughs> Stick um, <laughs> I think it's the perfect combo of sci-fi and muscly action with fun gore in there, not just like bullet bullet gore we get you know those you know, the bodies like dangling we all love that and then predator itself is pretty fucking terrifying looking with its little tooth jowls coming out just a lot of hot muscles running around and not to mention two governors of the united states of america so this is a patriotic I don't film. talk about politics <laughs> i love this film i've watched it a couple times in the past few months if i'm being honest and apparently it was a topical pick this week so you're all welcome I must have watched this movie a thousand times when I was a kid. And I was going through Schwarzenegger's catalog and watching <laughs> Predator and Commando, you know, Terminator. I had to have watched this when I was just in a bad mood because I was like texting Trent and I was like, this movie sucks. Like, Cat, I almost always have your back. Like, we are almost always yeah. in alignment, or I at least am like there to you like understand my you. Yes. I was ready to come at you so hard this week. It's true. And I want you to know and to appreciate Trent and Dave Mm -hmm. both, like, talked me off a ledge. (laughs) They made me go back and... and, Well, they didn't make me. They inspired me to go back and rewatch this movie, not in whatever mindset I was in the first time I Mm -hmm. watched it. I had to go back to when I was 12 years old and I watched Predator. And I did that and... Yeah, this movie fucking rules. Yes. It hasn't totally aged well. I mean, the movie is essentially cigars and steroids. Nice. But it does have one of the most, like, seminal, you know, horror figures of all time. Like, take away the steroids and you still have the Predator. Which, you know, like, in a Hannibal situation has, like, very, very short screen time, but is, like, that impactful. Um, but then again, like when I went back and watched it, like, I mean, I was going hard, like to Trent, like you were, you were not happy. How come I didn't get a text? It was uncharacteristic. Because I love you. (laughs) I didn't want to bring you down. I don't, I have Usually I get it from uh, Trent being like this fucking movie. I'm like, (laughs) oh, that's not true. I've never seen you go that hard. Like Kevin was having a bad day. (laughs) Yeah, I was having a bad day. Mostly about Predator. (laughs) Um, but it is. And you know what's funny? Uh, it's one of like the least horny movies I've <laughs> ever watched. Okay. Like it's the '80s, mm-hmm. and it's a horror movie, and it's a bunch of like hard body dudes. But mm. like there are zero female characters, and and don't even try to tell well, me. Well, there's one. Okay, get out of here with that. Like I mean, I, I wouldn't mean, say it passes the Bechdel test. I don't know if that was like a union thing or something. <laughs> but, like uh, it's one of the least horny '80s movies of all time. But I listened to a bunch of other podcasts on this that were narrated with female hosts. They're so horny for this movie. I, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, least less horny to whom? <laughs> I, was pretty, I was pretty jazzed up. Um, but no, this is good. And, you know, like we kind of debated um, last week with, like, say, the devils. Like, you can debate, like, too much action, too much horror, whatever it is. This is legit horror. Like, I would, I would defend that all the way. Like, we just... We're watching it now, Trent, in case you didn't know. Oh, wait. It's are on, we? It's on the <laughs> wait a TV minute. Right now. Oh, wait. So you're, so you're saying... If you're listening to the podcast... And you can't see it with us. Okay. We're we're having an intimate moment watching the movie together. Just so you know, we are watching the movie right now. Thank you for it Next time, wait until I'm in the middle of saying something and then give us (laughs) that. Oh, okay. Because you you kind of... It doesn't really count if you do it. Oh, wait. So you're interrupting me. I'm also having my nails done right now. (laughs) I get it. Okay. Uh, But like the skinned body scene, uh, there's some like really legit horror in this. And there's actually, to my surprise, upon watching it in a better mood... There's good suspense. Um, this is legit. It's it's late 80s. It's peak Schwarzenegger. Um, it's horror. It launched an iconic character. Uh, Dave, what's up? All right, I'm going to cool it on the Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions because I could 
do this all night. I've done this all night. <laughs> you have. Me and Trent have done this for hours and hours and hours. Um, I'll just do, I'll do maybe just one more. <laughs> Save it. Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the predator. Uh, um, Thank you. So thanks for giving me the week I didn't know that I needed. Uh, I would was definitely dragging my heels like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. And... It was great because, like Kevin said, it is timely. We just watched the trailer for the new Predator, uh, Prey, that come that came out Friday, and um, it looks amazing, done uh, by the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane, and so I'm really excited. I think I would have gone back anyway and watched the other Predators uh, to get ready for that in anticipation. So I was psyched uh, that you picked this one. Um, I'm 12 again watching this. Uh, <laughs> these guys are like plastic He-Men, like action figures. <laughs> There's so uh, much flexing. And it's mixed with horror. Uh, I thought it was it, it was great. Um, yeah, I, I just I love this. I don't know really what to say. I think everyone knows the plot to this. Everyone knows what the monster looks like. Uh, it's a huge franchise, but I think the original definitely is the best. Hopefully, uh, the new one that's coming out will break that trend. Um, but... I loved it. I've heard good good things about the new one, um, and this is on Hulu, as is the new movie Prey. So you could actually watch the original and as uh, is Predators and the new and one Predator Two, which Predator is quite two. bad. <laughs> I was um, depressed about this week, as you know, when Kat said Predator. I was like, Oh my god! Well, you just said well, I'm depressed. As well, soon as she said it, you just said I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I was like, maybe we, we should repick. Like, yeah, because we just had such a great time, you know, talking about the devils and altered yeah. states. Yeah, and yeah, easy pumping up your own week. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, Predator! You gotta be kidding me! What's going on? I saw this movie in the theater as a kid. Absolutely loved it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this was you know, me I used, I watched all the Schwarzenegger action movies, all Chuck Norris, Stallone, Van Damme, Seagal. I loved all that stuff when I was a kid. That did not stay with me at all. Mm-hmm. I really hate those movies. The last action movie I saw was uh, John Wick 3. And I, I went with a friend who's into it. And uh, I thought, like, oh, this will be, like, can't be fun, you know? And it was, like, the worst two hours of my life. Oh, I love uh, the Wick movies. Oh, God. Cat. I was wrong. I love Predator. Yes. This yes. is a great movie. You know, I was remembering this to be more like um, First Blood 2. Okay. Rambo. Yeah, or um, like Missing in Action, Chuck Norris, or something like that. That was kind of my memory of it, but this is a horror movie. This yeah. is like a, a, a mashup, and, and watching it now, it I, I thought it kind of played like a horror satire of action movies. Like, it's so... I'm not sure how serious it's it's supposed to be. Maybe that's just the way it plays now, mm-hmm. you know, being so far removed. But I thought it was almost like a send-up of what you would think it would be. It's actually like a quiet movie. There's so much quiet suspense. It reminded me of horror movies like Dog Soldiers, like Overlord that we've talked about, um, The Keep, if you guys ever seen that. And there's a long tradition in horror of the army unit or the military unit that happens upon something from out of this world, something supernatural, something besides the enemy that they're going to face on the battlefield. Um, I loved the suspense. I, I just thought it was moody. There's really only one big like firefight, which is so far <laughs> over the top. It's like so ridiculous that it's yeah. funny. There isn't like endless hand-to-hand combat. None of what I expected that I remembered of this movie. And I would say... I thought it was genius to make the enemy in this movie, in the 87, you know, ostensibly on its surface, an action movie. There's no Russians, or at least there's Russians, but it's not about the Russians. It's not about Viet Cong. Mm. It's not about any of your typical, like, 80s bad guys. It's about an alien. Mm-hmm. So great, great pick. I yes. really enjoyed watching this. I went back a second time. Whoa. Had, had a great time with this one. And we haven't gotten even into the director, John McTiernan. Who would go on to do Die Hard? Knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, oh, he knows shit. he knows this he knows this genre pretty well. He actually has a pretty scandalous past, which oh. I really enjoy oh, digging oh, into. Thank you, Cat. Uh, That's a classic Cat pick. Once again, <laughs> uh, not in the way, not okay. So I, I will hang you out to dry here, but not on the director. Uh, he had like some 
crazy shit about like wiretapping like producers. So he he would go on to do a movie called Rollerball with like a seventy million dollar budget that oh, would be an absolute tank. Like wow. it only made like twenty six million, and he ended up getting like convicted of like fraud and wiretapping and all this crazy shit like in a Watergate type situation for like producers and like people he thought were fucking with the movie. And then like an ex wife said that she he was also wiretapping her stuff. Oh. However, I will say, Kat, mm. one of the reasons that this movie doesn't age terribly well is that within like 10 minutes, yeah. Jesse, the body, Ventura, the which body. I'm convinced that Nick picked this movie <laughs> um, because because uh, I know Nick. Um, he was very ex- professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Uh, within like 10 minutes, you have Jesse, the body. Yelling the hard Big F word F like yeah. in the yeah. helicopter. But that was like, kind of it, right? He didn't that was really. It. No, that uh, was it for there's him. There's also that. like, that was it Shane Black? Yeah. Shane Black is in this movie uh, who would go on to direct huge movies, including The Predator from 2018. Right, oh. that's so um, weird. And he's in this, and he makes like that, like, oh, hey, he's, went uh, up to my girlfriend, told her, uh, like, I'd like stop. a little pussy. Let's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. If you think it's so problematic, yeah. you're going to yeah, tell yeah, the joke. That out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes a bad joke about a vagina. I didn't even get it. Some of the stuff. I mean, this is '87. The jokes that you're talking about that that guy. Ca- I didn't realize that was Shane Black actually, um, because I mean, this is Predator. I, I'm only going to go so deep into the, into the research on this, but sure. I didn't even get the, the. He's like making these jokes about his girlfriend's vagina. And, it's so old that I didn't even get it at first. I was like, "What is the why?" She, I guess that was a thing. She has a bit. She she does. She wants a tinier vagina. Yeah, I guess back then that was like a joke. I mean, I, yeah. I think um, back in the eighties, mo- all most women wanted everything on their bodies to be as tiny as right. humanly possible. Right. Like me, right. I probably wouldn't have done very well. In the 80s, if I'm being honest, you know, but uh, and, well, I guess there was a lot more cocaine. So I might have been, you know, a little smaller True. in stature. True. Uh, but yeah, it was very much a, uh, you know, tiny vaginas, tiny boobs, tiny butts. And now right. those are all hot it's all about being thick now. Yeah. yeah. Thick with a Q. <laughs> thick with... Q and on? No. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk later? <laughs> um, Stan Winston, special effects mm. in this. He's a legend. We could we could do a whole episode on Stan Winston. Um, I loved the choice too. They almost make that kind of like Jaws choice in this, or the It's Alive. You know the mm-hmm. the thing where they don't really. I thought you saw more Predator than you really do in this. It's it's really they hold it back. And I they think show it's you. like thirteen total minutes or something. Like yeah. I said, like it like like the Hannibal thing. But I think the actual like unmasked predator is like minutes. Yeah. Another it, way it's like it's alive is that you get the vision oh, that's of the so predator, good. his yeah. perspective, and he and he's got like you know these heat. It's like a video game. Inside yeah, his, that that like, part. Virtual reality. Yeah, that was. Yeah, fun. so you get the you get through predator's eyes. He has this heat vision, so he just sees heat, and then that figures into the movie later when Arnold figures that out and covers himself in mud, mm. and he's got the torch. Great stuff. Get some mud. (laughs) I really have never been a person that's like been attracted to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like whenever he's like the love interest in a movie, he's pretty hot in this though. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched this and I was like, oh, those are some feelings about him that I didn't really (laughs) think that I was gonna ever feel. No, I thought Carl Weathers was pretty banging in this. (laughs) Yes, yes, a big fan. Um, And I was like, it's like. (laughs) Why do I only? I feel bad for Carl Weather. I only when every time I see him now, I can only think of Happy Gilmore. Yes, it's that, and then Arrested Development when he's uh, just like. Okay. I mean, that, he was Apollo. He was Apollo. I didn't Creed, know he was in like, either of those. He's oh, really? Apollo Creed to well, me. Yeah, he okay. would be. But like, I only think of him in Happy Gilmore, and yeah. he. Speaking of alligators, which have come up in recent episodes, like he gets his hand <laughs> bitten off by an alligator. I have a fun fact this week Great. Um, that I learned from my coworker who loves uh, this movie also. He said that Carl Weathers wanted to convince all these roided out dudes that he was just naturally jacked. Oh, yeah. So he wouldn't work out with that. them. So he would get up at like two in the morning, work out then. And then like everyone else is getting up to wake up and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm just like out here drinking all my coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read that too. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and Jesse the Body did something similar. 
in this where he told Schwarzenegger after a wardrobe fitting that his arm was one inch bigger than Schwarzenegger's. <laughs> and Schwarzenegger was like, we're going to fucking prove this. <laughs> and obviously, Jesse the Body was outed. Oh. Um, well, two, two, former, two future governors in this movie. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Guys, I said that earlier. Oh. I said I didn't want to talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. <laughs> well, speaking of um, arms and Carl Weathers, I only just recently became aware that the meme, the famous meme of the two muscular arms yes. clasping. Over um, the top. No? No, that's. No, it's That's the first scene one. of this movie. Yeah, it's when Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers first when they, meet when up. When they go like that? Yeah, that's wow. the... Uh, that's what the meme is from. is how you push with too many puzzles. Are you French? Are you a French like Arnold Schwarzenegger? I like that, yeah. Les Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you're, you're getting to a pretty respectable Schwarzenegger impersonation. I'm trying. I mean, I consider Dave as kind you of the master. One. You have one? I don't really have no. I don't well, really we have. We did it for one. hours. You did it for hours, and I. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Trent was humoring you no, for no, hours. No. Honestly, it's maybe one of, babysitting. One of the longest, like most painful laughing fits of my life. I've doubled over for a long time listening to Dave do Schwarzenegger in a van on an endless drive. Like it was getting. I, I remember when somehow we ended up on um, Schwarzenegger owns a pizza. A pizza shop, <laughs> like that's how far we were getting. Like, get out there, stupid mushrooms! Put out the calzone! Get out there! Let, let me out! I'm starving. That was it. <laughs> I don't it makes no sense now, but I, I, it's I'm chuckling. I think it's fun. Um, one ding I will take against this movie. One thing when in the beginning of the movie, when they're in the choppers and they're flying low over the jungle before they drop into the operation point. They have a boombox in the chopper and it's playing Long Tall Sally. I think that's, is that Little Richard? Sam Cooke. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh it's Sam Cooke. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, long, long Tall Sally, that's great. But if you're in a chopper flying low over the jungle with a bunch of military guys, I need CCR. That should have been a CCR mm. scene if ever there was one, in mm. my I opinion. Now, I mean, he was probably still getting dicked out of his royalties. <laughs> Fogarty was probably still getting screwed. Everyone's going through their notes. I play through their notes quickly. They don't know what to read. What this movie about? I don't know. <laughs> Get have, to the chopper. We haven't even got into the actual like plot of the movie or what, anything. What like, plot? Yeah, what I mean, plot? It, but the char- the predator character itself, they do some cool stuff in this movie for 1987. Um, last week in uh, was it the it was um, altered states, Trent, that we talked about like early CG. And this is 87, so, like, we're not that that far removed. But, like, Predator Vision that you guys talked about, that's super cool. Um, I love the fact um, that, well, you talk, Trent, about the action movies and, and you, and like, Van Damme. Van Damme was oh, the original Predator. Yes. He, he yes. Mm-hmm. But Van Damme's 5'9". Yeah. And Schwarzenegger's, like, 6'2 so, or something. He's 5'9"? And yeah. Van Damme won... Which I hate, Jean Claude Van Damme. But one, he was too short, so he didn't look that imposing. When like there's a very long ending sequence to this movie where Schwarzenegger and the Predator are fighting, Van Damme was super short, and apparently he was like a total crybaby about the suit. Yeah, I read that. And so he was fired. Yeah, and replaced. Not right for the role. Replaced by somebody uh, who was seven two. Yeah, that's so crazy. And had to wear the Predator costume that was. 200 pounds so this is a what? seven foot two man in a 200 pound costume in the jungle um and unfortunately his name was kevin peter hall and he was also uh harry and harry and the hendersons yes yep. which is incredible one of my favorite movies from being a kid uh died at 35 Aww. had surgery got a blood transfusion the blood was uh, HIV positive, and <gasps> he died of HIV at 35 years old. Oh, my God. Did not know that. Sorry, didn't want to bring Thank the you. whole yeah. episode wow. down. But yeah. You know, I like these uh, horror-adjacent action movies from this era. I want to pick Silent Rage, speaking of... You mentioned that. Uh, action people, uh, Chuck Norris, you mentioned earlier. It's his... He's got a few horror movies, uh, or 
close to horror movies, but um, Schwarzenegger also is in Running Man, um, one of yep. my favorite Stephen That's... King adaptations, and one of his co. Uh, what know, isn't Jesse the Body in Running Man too? He might be. It's another muscle movie. But that's not that's not Stephen King, is it? It is. Yeah, Running Man is. I think it's from the Bachman books. Maybe? Oh yeah, I confuse. I, I I always think of the Long Walk. It's a similar Stephen King where you ha- enter the marathon and if you, if you stop walking, they shoot you. You ever read that, Kevin? Yes, I can bring this all around to Stephen King. Please do. So Shane Black, who's in this movie yep. and has the bad, the skinny guy, vagina joke, would. Then go on to write Lethal Weapon, which John McTiernan uh, directed. But he also wrote The Monster Squad. The Monster oh. Squad is where we got the greatest T-shirt of all time, which is the Stephen King Rules shirt. Mm-hmm. He's one of the guys that ne- is why both movies have the F-bomb we we're talking about. Monster Squad has that too. Oh, yeah. It does. Yes. I showed it to my daughter and I was like, wow. It's like a kid's movie. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Schwarzenegger's character in this, his name is Dutch. Or at least that's his nickname. You, you, I mean, you know who the original Dutch is, right? In the 80s, Ronald yeah. Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, his nickname was Dutch. His dad gave him that nickname, and people called him that, called him Dutch. So I didn't know that. I, it's a metaphor for the war on drugs. That's, I mean, Watch out! It has to be. <laughs> there's a deeper meaning. It has to be intentional. I was looking into that, actually, and I learned a new um, an expression I never heard of. You guys ever heard of a Dutch uncle? It's not a sex thing. (laughs) (laughs) Dave's on Pornhub right now. Yeah. No, a a Dutch uncle is like somebody that is uh, very blunt and and kind of rude and outspoken when they... Oh. Yeah. Come. So, oh, and also I read about the expression Dutch courage, which can be both used um, in a positive and negative way, comes from like, I think, the Anglo-Dutch wars. And also uh, from World War II, there was an idea that some of the the German Dutch fighters were so courageous um, that Dutch courage, or but also it can mean drinking and that you get extra courage when when you've had a, a few drinks. Mm. So I, I went down the Dutch hole. That's a different. <laughs> that's another expression. Oh my god! <laughs> I made that one up. Hold on, I'm gonna write. <laughs> I, I need to write all these down. I only know the oven, so. <laughs> Uh, it's it's interesting to me. The Predator franchise, for how iconic the character is, it's another interesting franchise like Alien. It's a really uneven franchise. This is a classic. I, I was wrong on my first reappraisal, watching it for the first time in like 30 years. Uh, part two, Dave's right. It's terrible. I mean, it's Danny Glover in L.A. in a gang war with... Gary Busey. Uh, and Gary Busey. <gasps> so the you replace They went this from cast, these this guys cast. to like... When the AVP thing, the Alien versus Predator thing started coming out, I was like, there is no way you can fuck this up. Well... They fucked it up. Yeah. That's what I thought. Both of those movies, I think, I, are terrible. I wouldn't... I never saw those. I mean, it's worth a go, like if you care enough about, I guess, the franchises. Um, but it's inter. I'm really, really hoping that Prey is great. I've read really good things about it. The trailer looks phenomenal. I love the proposal and how they're setting it up. But yeah, it's a really uneven franchise. Did you guys notice that the Predator laughs like a human being? He well, laughs well, just uh, like a person. He like <laughs> mocks. He mocks <laughs> their voices. Right. Yeah. That's that was kind of weird too. Right. He seems to record their he voices. Takes somehow. in their he, voices. Yeah. So when he's laughing. So so oh, one okay. of the things All that, right, that, that I, one of the it. things that makes me sad about this movie is the character of Billy, who is a little bit cliche, like borderline racist, um, and he has a very unceremonious death. Like they don't even show it on screen, but he's like being like super heroic, and. It's that's his laugh, I think, when the predator's laughing at the end to mm-hmm. Arnold. And there are other in, in subsequent um predator movies, there are times when the predator is using other people's voices. So I think it's established in this that he right. can like okay, record your voice it. and like throw it back. Because I was wondering yeah. like why would the predator laugh like ha 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 ha? I guess he maybe heard them he do that. Parakeet. I want to get one as a pet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The biggest surprise to me in this whole movie was the ending montage cast credits. That's one of the things that makes me think it was almost kind of trying to be a send-up. At the end of the movie, 
they do all of a sudden you get it's a, a super 80s thing to do <laughs> all the cast you get these shots of the cast and they turn and like laugh at the camera like the Brady Bunch or something and then it shows their their name and their character's name that was so weird I loved it I thought that was a clue that this is really not supposed they, like, to be that did serious. you get yeah. the uh, Stranger Things references no no how is that possible the Duffer brothers, uh, who are the creators of Stranger Things, when the they first find the three guys that are uh, skinned, yeah, and they had the dog tags. One of their names is Hopper. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then, so I so I I <clears throat> looked this up immediately because of that montage that you're talking about, Trent. Because I think one of the first people that they show at the end, his name's Hawkins. That's the town where uh, Stranger Things takes place. Well, wow. Wow. Not, wow. Huh. Have we talked enough about this to make up for the here. lack <laughs> of... Yeah, uh, I'm sweating. <laughs> I can't really do it. <laughs> I'm sweating bullets for guys. <laughs> guys, get to the chopper. <laughs> We're running out of ammunition. Everyone is sweating bullets. Go to town and marry Bon Uncle John. He claimed he has a music, but he's having a lot of fun. Oh, baby. Next up this week is Mars Attacks. A fleet of Martian spacecraft surrounds the world's major cities and all of humanity waits to see if the visitors have, as they claim, come in peace. The U.S. president receives assurance from the science professor advising him that the Martians' mission is a friendly one. But when a peaceful exchange ends in the total annihilation of the U.S. Congress, military men call for a full-scale nuclear retaliation. What a film. I loved this movie when I was young, and I love it now. First of all, let's talk about it's a star-studded cast. This film's got everyone. We got Jack Nicholson, Annette Benning, Danny DeVito, Michael J. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, Pierce Brosnan. Rod Steiger. Rod Steiger, that guy. Jaws. Ja- who? Rod Steiger from Jaws, right? The film? Yeah. He was in Jaws? No, he wasn't. Wasn't he? Oh, that's Roy Steiger. Roy, Roy Scheider? Scheider. Roy Scheider. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's close. <laughs> Well, one of the worst. <laughs> They're not even remotely <laughs> similar in any way. I am guilty way. of so many interruptions on this show. I'm sorry. That's one of I'm the sorry. worst. I'm sorry. I apologize. I did love Jack Nicholson playing two characters. I think that was my favorite part because he was just playing two really sleazy, different sleazy types of characters. Uh, one being the president of the United States and the other being like a casino mogul. Both equally as entertaining. And then we got... The Martians themselves, who are just iconic little dudes with their stupid dialect and ugly big old heads. It was basically Tim Burton's version of uh, Independence Day, which I loved for that. It was not scary at all. Frightening to baby cat, sure. I was afraid of aliens back then. Not, Not really frightening now, obviously, but fun. Just a fun little flick. And I'm sure you all loved watching it as much as I did. I guarantee it. This isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. That's a start. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. I like to watch dog rescue videos and stuff <laughs> on Instagram. And if you do a lot of that, sometimes what happens is you'll get a video that's like a dog rescue that's not a happy ending. Mm. I've seen uh, videos of dogs dying better than Mars Attacks. I would rather watch a dog die than watch this movie again. <gasps> I'd rather watch Return to Horror High. Kevin, you are looking good what? right now. I loathe, despise, I cannot imagine, I, <sighs> I cannot conceive of how anybody thought this was a good idea. What? I would say that I don't think that Jack Nicholson's president, which, I mean, a career like Jack Nicholson, for the first and only time, you get to play the President of the United States, 
and it's this role in Mars Attacks. Um, <laughs> I didn't think he was sleazy. He was impotent. And if there's anything that I can at least appreciate about the movie, it's partly about the impotency, the ultimate impotency of the U.S. government, of the president, of the military, of our sacred institution that's supposed to keep us all safe. And it's about how much they fail. So, okay, fine. Long way to go for that. Nothing works in this. There isn't a single laugh in the entire movie. Not one laugh the whole way. Not one joke, not one sight gag. And this was a bomb. Made no money. Um, They spent $100 million on this movie. Unbelievable. I'm watching a Tim Burton film, okay, based on the tops trading cards from the 50s or 60s, it was 60s, I guess, the tops trading cards of Mars Attacks, which are awesome, like, those are really, really cool. Do yourself a favor. Instead of watching this, just Google tops Mars Attacks cards and just look at those for a little while. That'd be better than this. But I'm watching a Tim Burton movie based on something so cool, and I'm watching digital animation. This is Tim Burton, and I'm watching digital animation for two hours? Are you kidding me? I guess he, he was originally, it was going to be stop motion, but the studio didn't want to spend over $70 million or whatever, and there were budgetary constraints, so they had to do all this digital stuff. Um, absolutely brutal. I mean, I can go on. I'm trying to think of what, I mean, I hated everything about it. I was saying, um, yeah, uh, just terrible. Pass. We forgot uh, Natalie Portman, very young. Natalie Portman, Christina Applegate. Too many. I would say there's too many Jack Black. stars in this Glenn Close. I thought that Jack Nicholson, it was good. They were going to do the thing where uh, the president is killed immediately and they need to find a replacement. And it's his like hillbilly brother. When I first saw him in the casino, that would have been funny. And they have to switch him out. Um, This reminded me of two recent films. One was Don't Look Up, the Netflix movie with uh, Leo in it. And the twist reminded me of A Quiet Place. This is firmly rooted in, like, 50s nostalgic horror, and I appreciate when Tim Burton goes 50s sci-fi. Uh, some of it is my, my favorite stuff of his, like, you know, obviously uh, Ed- Edward Scissorhands and parts of Big Fish that took place in the 50s. They have a similar tone, and obviously the Ed Wood biopic. Um, but all the Plan 9 from Outer Space stuff from the actual 50s that this is based on, I never got too far in i uh, get like 30 minutes in and then be like super bored also i watched this with ads on pluto uh, so it took all day which oh. was very much like a 1950s movie i'd watch on like the usa network <laughs> um, when i was a kid it'd just take all day long uh, to get through this but the only downfall is like 50s movies this uh, is consistent with the fact that it's fun for the whole family it's basically like a kid's movie. Yes. Um, but I liked it. I think it's paced better than it's the predecessors of like the 50s. I think it's a little bit quicker. Uh, I do think the CGI is terrible, but I love that Slim Whitman's Indian Love Call is one of the, uh, my favorite songs ever. And I even sampled it on my new record. That's what saves the day at the end. And shout out to black exploitation hero Jim Brown, who was in The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. See, um, there we go. And I, I think this, I actually thought this was hilarious. I, I think the concept that aliens come to Earth and humans' main concern is if we're liked or not. Like, yeah. they want, they want to, <laughs> like, I think that's endlessly funny. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, uh, that's funny. You know, it was just a comedy of errors, uh, mostly like our government and stuff. And that, that way it kind of reminded me uh, of Don't Look Up or like Idiocracy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also believe that the Sarah Jessica Parker Chihuahua hybrid is Trent's soulmate. Boom. <laughs> you might be onto something Kevin, there. <laughs> Speaking of dog videos. I don't even, I don't even, don't look at me when you, while you talk about this movie. Ack, 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 It's better than your Schwarzenegger. Uh, I loved this movie when I first saw it, and I was like super pumped that I went back and watched it. <laughs> and again, cat like Predator, I was yeah. like, maybe I was having a bad day. No. I, I wasn't. This movie is fucking bad. It is garbage. I didn't laugh once. Nope. 
Um, I must have been on so many drugs <laughs> when I was watching this in 1996 or 7, whenever it came out. Way too many people. Horrible performances. Are you guys telling me that the casino owner is Jack... Or is uh, Jack Nicholson? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just realizing that for the I, first time. It took me a while, right too. Now. I mean, it, maybe that's a it, it, to his credit, maybe. That's fun. Sure. Why, though? Otherwise, uh, there's nothing about this that hits home. What I did love about this movie is, one, typically, with me, the wiki pages. You mentioned Independence Day. Mm-hmm. This movie was written long before Independence Day and the trading cards were out there. And when Roland Emmerich found out, like as Hollywood does, that, oh, there's another alien invasion movie coming in that's like going to be like slapstick or like a throwback to like uh, like the old 50s like alien movies. We got to rush ours into production. Mm. So they just beat them to the punch on this. That we can't have the parody come out first. Um, I found that interesting. Uh, still garbage. Um, also, <laughs> the screenwriter uh, didn't know that there was a story on the back of the trading cards until he was done writing the script. <laughs> so, like, apparently, the Mars Attacks cards on the back had a developing story. Mm. And he was like, oh, shit, didn't realize that. Just like saw some pictures and wrote a script. Um, yeah, this is one of the worst movies we've watched. Yep. You and I are like racing to the bottom. You are. <laughs> yeah, like we are racing yeah. to you, the bottom. And you won. Yeah. You're, still- You're ahead right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I disagree. Yeah. yeah let's open, let's open up the floor. I'm ready to open it up. I'm I, not. I, all I want to say is Ack from this point on. All right. Great. Please do so. I think it's a fun movie. I think it accomplished what it was made to do to be a silly goober film you know what i mean it's not like it was trying to be serious it's not like what was that movie Wait, remember, you guys remember the shed way uh, back that's yeah, yeah, terrible. yeah remember that terrible. that was a bad movie uh, all bad. four of us did better that than on this. the patreon better than no, no, no because no. they were trying to be serious they were trying to be like a good like oh, scary I think that movie was to be silly but well this one was definitely trying to be silly and I thought the characters were fun. Like, obviously, it's all a bunch of big name actors, but I thought they, the characterization was a hootenanny to me. I liked the way it was stylized. I liked that style. It was like very Tim Burton, not like spooky Tim Burton, but like Edward Scissorhands Tim Burton. Like a lot of pop colors, a lot of fun, a lot of like, I don't know. I thought all the special effects, they were bad, obviously, but like funny bad. Like they weren't going to be good. There was a lot of. Bzzz, noises and the, like okay this movie this is about you make a movie with tim burton yep makes a movie about mm-hmm. martians coming to earth and destroying the entire planet not just the u.s they destroy the planet mm-hmm. yet nothing happens the entire time nothing happens in this movie what do you, you mean? don't even have like i expect okay a movie based on the the mars attacks trading cards wow that's gonna be awesome man it's gonna look great that's so cool I would at least expect that you have like good kills and stuff. I don't know you about don't the trading have, cards. You have like two kill scenes and they just, it's just digital. Uh, it's hilarious to me how they do the build up. They want to think that, oh, yeah, we could be friends. We'll team up with these guys. It's going to be awesome. Everyone's kind of psyched that the aliens are here. And every time uh, a dove is released and they, they hate like, birds. Shoot at that. <laughs> And then I love how they like every time they see the emblem of the like, United States with the eagle on it, they're like the bird. It's the bird again, and it's like this big miscommunication the whole time. But I love how they just annihilate everyone. They like vaporize people, which yeah. is also very 1950s. I thought that in this context, um, it should have been practical effects that were really bad. Yes, even if you had of to go, course. even if you had to go worse, because that's yes. more Plan Nine. More Ed Wood. Right. Yeah, it was supposed to be stop motion, like Trent said. Like, I think and it should have been more primitive than that. It should have been like cardboard cutout robot. Anything like they spent so much money on this movie. They got $20 million into stop motion, and they realized this would cost $250 million to f- yeah, yeah. in ni- 1996 to finish it. Right. The way that Burton had imagined it. If they and then they brought in up. like. A very early, like industrial light and magic, like very early version of them, and said, "Oh, 
And Burton was like, oh, we'll just make it like super cheesy then because we want to make it like Plan 9. Mm-hmm. We want to make it like a slapstick like War of the Worlds uh, or The Day the Earth Stood Still. If they um, waited 15 years to put this out, they could have just made this movie on Snapchat. It's the, the only the only good thing about this to me is like I was talking about the impotency of the president and and the government and the army. The only good thing about it also though now to me rings a bit problematic. You have Pierce Bronson is the scientific he plays like the scientific counselor to the president or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so one of the the first things that happens that sets this on this course like you were saying Dave, everybody just wants to be liked and they keep it's it's just so stupid. They keep forgiving, <laughs> they keep forgiving the aliens for killing everyone, and like the president doesn't do anything, and he keeps just trying to be friends with them and all that. But one of the things that happens is that when they first meet the aliens, they release a dove, and the aliens kill the dove. And Pierce Bronson tells the president, "Well, it could have been a, a cultural misunderstanding <laughs> in their culture. Maybe they thought the dove." Was maybe that means something else? And so it's it's kind of like making fun of the idea that you should keep um, cultural differences in mind when you're dealing with people who come from other cultures. I mean, to me, like this would be like a MAGA movie now that like all oh, the lily livered liberals, oh, they just think that everyone's culture can explain everything. Ha ha! No, you should just kill and, them and an indictment uh, yeah. on government. Yeah, this is MAGA. This is MAGA stuff. Bro. It is. Get us out of here. <laughs> I'm with you. I think that's why I liked it, though. <laughs> I mean, and not, the, like, like not just the cast or the fact that Tim Burton was the director, but like, you know, you had Peter like Shashishki uh, sure. on cinematography. Like, yep. this is the guy from like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Empire Strikes Back, Naked Lunch, and a bunch of Cronenberg films. Like, this Man. movie had everybody falling all over themselves to How come did, work with Tim Burton. Well, yes. And right, like, right. It, it, I mean, I just don't understand. It's like, very old Hollywood. I love the idea of this is old, old Hollywood, pre internet. end of old Hollywood. Like, yes. Just like the, and this is like the end of like the old record industry. Like, yep. this is a turning of this the page. Is it. This is the 17 track CD with one good song on it. That's what, to me, this represents <laughs> from old Hollywood. The studios go around, hey, we got this Tim Tim Burton movie. It's based on the Mars Attacks cards. We're going to spend $100 million on this thing. Every star is going to want to be involved. All the agents are calling their clients. You want to get into this movie. Ugh. See, I didn't realize that it was sacrilegious to these trading cards. I had no idea that they even existed. I just saw this on face value back in the day. Right. I remember liking it. We had talked about liking it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it again, I knew you guys already hated it. And I rewatched it. <laughs> And I still liked it. I still liked, uh, I would have preferred some things differently. And it does, I do agree it has much, much, much more potential, especially knowing its history as trading cards. That, that's the thing. And I had actually never seen it before. I didn't know I hated it, but I hated the idea of it. Just initially, I just like thought mm-hmm. it, it looked like what it was. I knew what it was, you know. Um, as far as like the homage to the 50s B movies and Ed Wood, I would rather watch any Ed Wood, <laughs> any 50s B movie any day is way better than this. And I also read, like, I guess this has tons and tons of classic film references in it. I didn't pick that up because I was just so... Annoyed with me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess this references every movie, and I'm sure it's clever, but I didn't get that. I was just like, my God, when will it end? I thought it was interesting, like, what you brought up, Trent, like, the whole, like, political aspect of it that you had. Um, I did really enjoy uh, how dumb Jack Nicholson played the president. <laughs> And it's... then Pierce Brosnan, like, just, like, sitting there, like, <laughs> smoking a pipe. a pipe and, like, having the most influence over him. Um, but you had, like, this super horned up, like, secretary of, like, the military. Uh, Martin Short. We didn't mention. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, the, the dude the playing, general. like, uh, the, the director of defense. Okay, yeah. He looked like who he... was, like, That's nuke Stiger. everything. He wanted to nuke everything. Right. But at right. one point when they come in. And I think it's before, like, Nicholson, uh, as the president, gets killed. He's, like, shooting at them, at the Martians, and he says, old glory will win. And I was like, well, that's very, you know, that's very typecast. Like, yes. But then, as he's dying, he says, democracy will win. 
Wow, deep. See, yeah. it's a deep film. I like the romance between Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Um, where they were just heads. Just heads. Floating. Well, she was, was well, her head was on the dog. That At was, one point, they're yeah. both. This is, if we get every single person in this movie, it can't fail. Can't miss. We've seen other, like, like Valentine's Day, and, like, there are other, like, ensemble things that have, like, totally bombed. But this is just, like, let's throw money at something for yeah. 30 yeah. years to get it, like, done. And it can't miss. Yeah. And it's Nicholson saying, I loved working with Tim Burton on Batman. Right. And they had a relationship from that. And yeah. Nicholson took all the money. You know, he should have done is if he was paying him that much, he should have had Jack Nicholson play every single character like a Medea's house or a nutty professor kind of thing. Well, I'm glad to know that he played the, the casino owner You'd because so that was... He at least got his money worth. That was it, I, honestly, that was the most entertaining performance of the movie. I All the rest yeah, of these yeah. A-listers were garbage. To his credit, um, I did not really realize it, and then I was like, oh, it is... I'm a little upset that you guys hated this movie so much, to be honest. I, I can see you say it's not personal, like, cat. It's you know? not, it's I not it was personal. Fun. I also like that every time someone, well, there was masses of, of people killed at once, and then you get to these situations where it's an alien one-on-one with one of the main characters, which it seems like there's a billion of them, and they're always trying to like talk there. They're always trying to reason with the alien, yes, and it seems like to at, the end, they've yeah. almost done it. And then it switches up on him, and the, I like that gag over and over and over again. Like, oh, I think it's all cool, and then nope, vaporized. Yeah. When, when the alien sticks out his hand to shake the president's hand at the end, and the, and it's a fake the president hand. thinks that oh, finally he's finally convinced oh, them. Oh, by be the his way, friend. Trent, we're watching this right now. Oh, is this on right now? So we're watching it right now. The arm okay. turns into a mechanical. I didn't worm. mean to interrupt you, but yeah, Thank we you. have this on right now. Thank you. Yeah, if you're uh, listening at home, we have it on right now here in the. So he shakes the hand, the hand turns into a robotic like worm that burrows through his body and turns into a flag of victory. I thought that was great. Yeah. These guys kind of remind me a little game. bit of I mean, Marvin it's not as good as like when Predator rips somebody's yeah. fucking <laughs> skull and spine out of their back. That wasn't even the movie we talked about. Yeah, I didn't see that. That I was missed, a different movie. I missed that scene. That was Predators that we, you and I watched earlier. No, it's in, it's in that one. Um, spine I, rip? I didn't see a spine rip. Which character? That movie's spineless. <laughs> Lacks backbone. Ah, 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 ah. Next week, two Shudder originals, one from this year called What Josiah Saw, and one from last year called The Advent Calendar. <laughs>